0: When is DEF CON? Is that now? Is that happening? Yeah, so that's why stuff is
1: coming out from it.
0: Yeah, that seems like a thing that I would forever. There are a bunch of reasons why I would want to stay really far away from that, like always. First of all, I believe it's in Las Vegas always, which Ugh. sucks. <laughs> the literal like,
1: worst place to have a convention.
0: If you enjoy indoor smoking. <laughs> Las Vegas is one of the few places left where you can do that. Although I think some parts of the South still have like indoor smoking and restaurants and stuff. But yeah. Also, it's full of terrible people um, because, I don't know, uh, for some reason InfoSec attracts like a lot of really shitty men. I mean, I guess the reasons kind of make sense. They feel like they're smarter than any, everybody. They have a God complex. They, I don't know, want to cause chaos and get revenge on women for existing and not liking them and yeah so like before every defcon you see if you're if you're at all plugged into tech twitter you'll Mm -hmm. see like posts from women who are like okay by the way you're gonna want to stay away from this dude because he is a problem and he will hurt you uh which you know that's super or, or like, there'll be stories about the the old school freaker with a pH guy, the phone stuff. Who like his deal was attacking young uh, men, which is you know different at least, but still horrible. Um, I think we t- we might have talked about him on an episode. I don't know. I think his I think it was Captain Crunch was his deal, or or maybe that's the character in Hackers. I don't actually remember, but um. Yeah. So terrible people go there. And, uh, and they, uh, people who are there are actively trying to compromise all your shit. So like you're advised to bring a burner phone, like just a flip phone. Like a freaking drug dealer or uh, and like not any of your actual personal computers and stuff. And and I don't know, it just sounds really horrible in every possible way. And even if I wanted to get into InfoSec, which I do not particularly want to do, uh, I would definitely avoid that conference, which also sucks because, you know, people men <laughs> make connections there and that's how you do career advancement so it's you know it, it's great that uh because there's so many abusers who are welcomed with open arms that it's uh, yet another avenue to advancement that's effectively closed off to women but enough about that and on to the security stuff that actually applies to everyone uh not just women probably especially women though because you know dudes be creepy <laughs> One uh, shit heel who's there has been uh, constructing lightning cables that have added little like electronics in them and software and stuff to, uh, to compromise a computer that you plug them into. So A, uh, never plug your phone into a computer, <laughs> which is something that I already don't do because like, why? But I don't know. I guess I have once or twice to charge it, but typically I don't. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and keep on not
1: doing that. I mean, I do it all the time because you know that's how you uh, get the code over there and make the debugger work. <laughs> oh yeah, so it really um... I- iOS developers do this, you know, a billion times a day. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So this is mostly going to be a problem for you developers, uh, us normal people. Well, I think a lot of people. The only I think I plug my <laughs> I plug my phone into my computer once a year when I get a new phone. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to do an iTunes backup. Um, so I guess I'll keep using the, the the existing lightning cables that I have forever. Um, I mean, it's always nice when uh, a particular hack requires physical access to your device in this case. I mean, so once you've plugged the evil cable into your computer, then it can be accessed via Wi Fi. Apparently, um, either from three hundred feet away with the device acting as its own little hotspot, or if it can join a local network, possibly the internet. Uh, it can be, <laughs> yeah, just like just like your smart toaster yeah. that's that's been DDOSing, you know, whatever, whatever the kids DDOS
1: these days. Movies <laughs> they don't like,
0: right? Uh, any any
1: anything with women <laughs> in it.
0: right? <laughs> women, people of color, all all of these like heresies. <laughs>
1: So the thing about this attack is that it's uh, it doesn't exploit a vulnerability until, like, I guess we move forward and now classify this way that computers have worked for all time as a vulnerability, uh, which is since the dawn of USB, when you plug a keyboard into a computer, you can start typing. Right. And that seems like a convenient thing to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about that is... The keyboard is, you know, compromise physical access to your machine. You know, that's it. Uh, all they have to do is trick you into typing your password into a uh, fake dialogue, and they could do, like, even more damage that you can probably already do because you really only need passwords mm-hmm. to, like, destroy stuff. To steal stuff, you don't need to get anything higher than user access anyway.
0: Right, but you don't even need a fake dialogue to type your password into. I mean, just keylog that shit and send it off to Russia. Right. Use the built-in dialogues, it's fine. Just capture everything. The things that look like passwords will be similar enough. I wonder to what extent uh, using 1Password kind of mitigates that, because all they'll know, well, they will get my 1Password password, which is kind of a bummer. Uh,
1: so at least in the modern versions of macOS, uh, it can't install a keylogger because it'll uh, nag you, or at least the one that's coming out this uh, fall. Well, but if it's an entire operating system of its own... Um. Right, but it, the system doesn't send them out anymore. Like you can't listen for it unless you plugged mm-hmm. a keyboard into the other side of this uh, thing here.
0: Well, right, with this lightning cable thing, that wouldn't work. But yeah. if you if you did uh, somehow compromise a bunch of keyboards, which you know is not within, yeah. Uh, hmm. So so the when I have my uh, Bluetooth. Uh, very attractive (laughs) space gray wireless keyboard plugged in via lightning Uh, it's not actually sending data over the cable um i guess it does maybe Hmm. i don't know (laughs) so you know that could be a thing for for this specific kind of of keyword and the less attractive
1: (laughs) aluminum version yeah (laughs) but i'm kind of going to use this as a jumping off point to the Controversy of the week uh, last week, (laughs) which was (laughs) that the uh, battery health monitor Apple added to iOS something dot three, one of those infamous March releases, won't do anything if you did a third party battery install from an unauthorized provider and people are (laughs) jumping to the slippery slope arguments (laughs) or jumping off the slippery slopes. There's probably a funny way to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that, you know, Apple's not letting you use third-party batteries. It's like, well, no, they're just not using a feature um, that um, isn't even necessarily DRM. It's that, like, there's extra circuitry in an authorized battery that reports its health. The main reason it won't work is because you basically have to sign every component through the secure enclave nowadays on ios devices and authorized repair centers can do that and apple themselves can do that and this is why there was a whole thing a uh, couple more years ago where if you got a third-party touch id replacement um it was kind of a crapshoot mm <laughs> <laughs> um even if you like took two authentic out-of-the-box iPhones and, like, swapped the Touch ID sensors on them. It just wouldn't work because, I mean, (laughs) it is the thing that unlocks the phone. (laughs) There's some extra security you have to go through to tell it to, you know, accept this new one. Because, and this is the thing, unauthorized repair centers for every device, like, a weather app that doesn't have a uh, profitable subscription component to it <laughs> will uh, steal and sell your data as much as they can in the process of doing the repair, whatever the repair happens to be.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> the things are coming to a head here where it's like, you know, this, this is my thing and I want to replace the broken part. Um, and this damn, uh, you know, DRM is in the way, but it's not really DRM. It's a it's it's a, it's, it's a code signature. <laughs> it's for your safety, um, but like it really is though. Like, in in the I mean, case there are of people who bitch about seat belts too, but they need to fucking stop. Right? Like, this is not comparable to like the John Deere tractors, which are like, oh well, you have to right. use our belt because you know we have the markup. Uh, this is you know we're talking about the components that. Let you into the most personal device of all time, um, and the battery, like um, you know, anyone who thinks that Apple's being ridiculous here, like just go look up some YouTube videos of lithium fires, like <laughs> yeah, they're real exciting, uh, go look at maybe a burning Tesla video, <laughs> like um, these are almost explosives that you know we carry around in everything today so you kind of want to pay for a good one and expert installation of it uh maybe like a better attack angle for this from pissed off people would be um requiring licenses to like <laughs> handle lithium batteries i mean it's hazardous <laughs> Right. You know, like, just take the gatekeeping from Apple and, like, move it to the government or something. But, um, I'm not gonna say that we can go back to letting anyone do anything on any device, because, you know, it's a completely different world now. Everything is so different and so much more dangerous, because the methods of attack nowadays are just so ridiculous that the only ones that bother to exist at all are the ones that will absolutely destroy you
0: yeah it's pretty swell (laughs) it it does kind of amaze me how some people seem really eager uh, like they they positively want to hand over their their phone which is like your whole life (laughs) to some rando like because it's cheaper i guess but i bet it frequently isn't, uh, and when it is, there's a reason for that. I mean, hell, I had uh, I had a screen replaced on an iPhone 10, and it broke face, uh, face ID from the Apple Store. <laughs> like, if if even uh, now, granted, the it was a pretty new device at the time. I scratched it basically immediately with like a teeny tiny little hairline scratch that probably only would have bothered me, but it did bother me. <laughs> um, but still, like. If even even like the first party repair people managed to screw it up, imagine what the third parties could do in addition to stealing all your data. Now, your data is encrypted uh now so right. <laughs> uh but do do your updates <laughs> <laughs> because uh you know, they can only work on cracking the encryption of the current version and uh you know, if you keep updating to the new version, then you're you're at least a little bit ahead of the curve there. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess you can get an Android phone if you don't worry about things like your personal safety.
1: Yeah. So just upload everything to everywhere all the time. Uh, and the the uh, <laughs> other place I want to go with this is uh, all the uh, old white men who have been you know Apple users since the eighties, uh, like myself, except I was born in the eighties. Um. <laughs> um. Who are just uh, crying Vista at all the uh, permission dialogues that now pop up in uh uh Catalina for I mean everything. Uh and the same goes for iOS 13 is the one that's coming out. I believe so. But like <laughs> all of them reveal something horrifying to me whenever I see them. Okay, like uh, yeah. Granted, sometimes it's like, would you let uh, like to let BB edit open the desktop because you just tried to open something on the desktop. Yeah, okay. Actually, like on the other hand, like well, uh, maybe not. Maybe just look at this one file unless I tell you to browse stuff. You know, uh, some granularity would be nice. But uh, most of the time, it's kind of it's stuff like. Uh, This app that has nothing to do with uh, anything has been using Bluetooth. Do you want to keep allowing it to do that? (laughs) And it's like, well, why the fuck was it using Bluetooth? It's like, oh, well, you denied location access. so uh, (laughs) Right. It had to do its best. Right. Uh, And another thing that's uh, uh, joined with that is now um, any apps that run in the sandbox, so that's everything on iOS 13, can't get the Wi-Fi SSID anymore cool uh they don't need it right so they can't they've never needed it so they can't locate you you know v- based on uh, uh verizon's database of the default network <laughs> names
0: that oh that's right because most people don't change it <laughs>
1: because their web interface sucks
0: well yes <laughs> uh, that's why i got an hero. yeah um and uh
1: among other reasons but yeah if uh you can get a uh not combo router modem from your ISP, do that and use your own <laughs> router. Don't use theirs, like, at a while.
0: Yeah, I actually had to put my Eero in bridge mode so that my remote control <laughs> would, so that some, oh, so that the Verizon app would be able to work properly to schedule and view recordings specifically on Android. I don't know what the hell the deal was, but I but I actually do have to like kind of use my stupid router. But
1: yeah, I've just moved to um, using my Apple TV plus uh, Verizon credentials as my cable box because everything has a damn app now almost <laughs> um but all the apps of
0: course are another 10 bucks and there are only so many 10 buckses that i'm willing no
1: to i mean see. like the networks like i'm not going to pay for any crap that's on the history channel i just oh, give like them you're my not credentials actually using
0: the dvr or whatever yeah we do uh like there's so much curling on my dvr right now and i don't know oh. um if that if that would be <laughs> if it would be possible to hoard that much curling uh Outside of a traditional uh, cable DVR, God, I remember when DVRs were new? Like, and and everybody referred to them as TiVos, even if they weren't TiVos.
1: Yeah, um, one of the few proprietary eponyms that unstuck, that which is like it kind of did, which is so tragic when you think about it. Like, what a failure! Like I,
0: <laughs> I know people who still have TiVo's and love them, but like it's it's yet another service. It's probably another ten bucks. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I don't know. I guess it provides a lot of value to to some people, but not me. Um, to me, it's like it's like the people who kept paying money for AOL after they had broadband to keep their email address or whatever. You
1: didn't even have to do it to keep your email. You just got it.
0: Oh, then maybe they thought they did. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, to use their horrible uh, browser and. Uh... Everything being in one app instead of two.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't experienced Catalina yet, so I'm looking forward to seeing. I mean, you already see a certain amount of weird stuff like Dropbox wants to be wants uh, access to accessibility. Like, okay, why? Right. And the answer is never for something good. Right. <laughs> it's so that they can do something that they probably shouldn't
1: be doing. Right. So uh, a great thing in Catalina will be that... Um, uh, kernel extensions in uh, root space, or rather in system space, are deprecated. So they'll still work, but like you will be like, um, you'll you'll jump through hoops to get them to work. Um, <laughs> and in the future, you'll have to use the uh, system extensions in user space uh, uh, API, which is uh, new, um, mm. which is good if you have anything that either needs its own uh, stupid driver. Um, (laughs) Like, uh, for example, the uh, instruments that they had, you know, a thousand uh, tracks of in the Mac Pro demo, they're all locked with uh, your choice of either a hardware iLock or a software iLock, both of which install a system extension because, I mean, it's trying to prevent the copying of potentially thousand dollar instruments and i mean each (laughs) right um so hopefully uh, they can get on this
0: (laughs) i hope my my current audio interface keeps working forever every time there's a new operating system like there's some kind of fucked up thing you have to do to make it work that makes me afraid that I'm going to have to replace it. But it, it was very expensive. Which is also horrifying uh, because isn't it
1: FireWire at the end of it? So it should all be driverless. It
0: is, it is FireWire 400 at the end of it, <laughs> which I adapt FireWire 800 and thence to Thunderbolt and finally to USB-C. Uh, uh, Thunderbolt 3. I think, Thunderbolt 3. Yeah. yeah. That's because those are different, mm-hmm. even though it's the same connector, just to fuck with you. Yeah. Um, and and you can get uh, a, a mini uh, what is it, a display port to to uh USB C cable and that'll work great. But what you cannot do <laughs> is uh use a Thunderbolt uh DVI adapter to uh US to Thunderbolt three. That will not work.
1: <laughs> and it's incredibly frustrating. Um Right. The video signal has to come out of the first dongle, otherwise it's gone. <sighs>
0: Just keep passing it along, anyway. But yeah, I definitely had to like install the driver and then like allow it in the security settings, and hopefully it won't get any worse than just that. Kernel extensions are pretty weird, though. Like back in the day, I had uh, a a MacBook Pro Core Two Duo one, one of the first Core Two Duo ones, and uh, <laughs> I accidentally um, cooked its FireWire ports. <laughs> And I actually had to delete the FireWire kernel extension so that it wouldn't, like, freak out on boot and never finish booting. It would boot into Windows just fine, funnily enough, but it would not boot into macOS until... who well, Windows unless... was
1: never aware of FireWire unless you told it about it.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I think so it still never got me to support.
0: When I left that job and I passed that computer along, I had to, like, explain. Ah. So if you if you ever do a system update... Uh, You're going to need to do this again. Here's how. (laughs) First you had to boot into like single user mode and it was a whole, it was a whole thing. Um, So (laughs) I'm sure that, well, then again, it was in higher education. So there's some possibility that that uh, 2007 or (laughs) 8 MacBook Pro is still around on somebody's desk.
1: (laughs) Higher ed being what it is. I mean, the only uh, five-year or more Macs around at my higher ed job are uh, the ones I'm keeping because uh, no touch bar, please. We tended to hoard things, but
0: maybe that was just, well, of course, we we were the IT department. Right. We I hoard, not stuff. the end users. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the end users. Although, although, like, I definitely did set up a new uh, uh, Sawtooth G4. <laughs> For somebody to replace her beige G3 in 2006.
1: Well, to be fair, uh, Tiger was Tiger, so.
0: Yeah, but I (laughs) migrated her from a beige G3, (laughs) which is full of sharp things, like all beige uh, Macs were. And uh, like Dells still are. (laughs) Although Dells also have all those little green levers that you have to pull and push and do various
1: right, things. Right, that's too. how you get cut by them. <laughs> You're trying to work the damn lever. Piece of yeah. plastic trying to bend metal. What could possibly go wrong? Right, like
0: that seems like a good idea. I, I must say that one of the things, I mean, I used to repair a lot of Macs uh, back when, you know, that was a thing you could do. And now it's not a thing you can do. <laughs> so I hope everybody's getting Apple Care at at, uh, at my old university employer. <laughs> right. Because they, like, we, I mean, we did everything. Uh, we replaced logic boards and stuff. Or, or if you replace the CD drive in a 12-inch PowerBook, you have to take the logic board out. <laughs> Like you have to take the computer completely apart to get to that damn drive. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nightmare. And it and it was it sucked because like the other Mac guy like uh put the new drive in and then left and was like, "Can you finish that up for me?" Oh, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, sure," but like, and you had to keep track of all your
1: screws and it was the whole thing. Yeah, I I had a dedicated uh, a like tiny ice cube tray for that.
0: I always just printed out the iFixit guide and I like taped the screws That's a good to idea like too. or a, <laughs> to what they went to on the on the guide. Or sometimes I magneted them on if I had a bunch of magnets, which I usually did because I took apart hard drives. Yeah, and
1: now they have like full on magnetic mats and stuff. Now that you don't have to worry about magnets mm. fucking up every component.
0: Oh yeah, that would have been cool.
1: Uh, but the point is um, that. You know, repairability is uh, going away. So, um, it would be nice if Apple could get shit together on uh, keyboard reliability. Because uh, (laughs) if you're unable to repair a machine for a combination of design and security choices, it would be nice if it didn't fail. Um, And as far as the iPhones go, like, maybe we don't need glass on the fucking back of it.
0: Yeah, not so much. Uh, And and as far as the keyword thing, like, they can keep doing these keyword repair extension programs forever, but it's very inconvenient uh, and in some cases ruinous to people to not have their computer for even a day or two. Like, that's not really a good solution. Like, oh, well, it's free to repair. It's like, okay, but except in time. Right, yeah. So unless they're going to, like, time machine your shit on over and give you a new Mac, which... You know, doesn't seem like a terrible idea at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, like, have a loner fleet, or not a loner fleet, but, like, a bunch of replacements uh, of ones that you've repaired. Like, just keep swapping them. I don't know. But even then, like, you could imagine some horrible compromise happening, like, uh, what is the the level? Uh, shoot.
1: In the EFI firmware or something. I don't know. Everything's horrible. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it, it's a really privileged thing to... Say I can, you know, like even like the disastrous scenario of having to wait days or even hours if it is in store to get your Mac swapped out. I have the time and transportation for that, but a lot of people don't. Right. And like both of us, despite, you know, whatever 100 or one or 200 miles apart uh, we are, uh, both have like three Apple stores and 10 miles. <laughs> Oh, I've got like 10. (laughs) The DC area is just
0: a wash in Apple stores. Yeah,
1: but like, there's none in like, Vermont, Maine, West Virginia, like, there's a lot of like, very big gaps, where there are just no Apple stores, like the only one is in a neighboring state. And if it's a big state, you know, like that could be a big problem.
0: (laughs) right like if <laughs> if we had ended up in the pacific northwest national laboratory which is like in the horrible middle part of uh washington i want to say um the closest apple store was very 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 far away it was still in the same state but like those those western states are wide
1: yeah and even in new england like i'm fairly certain that like the one that's in new hampshire is only there because it uh, New Hampshire is a no-sales tax state. Hmm. Um, otherwise, like, it might not have been put there.
0: And I think a lot of Vermont people ended up going to my Apple store, which was the only one for 100 miles around uh, in Albany. Right. Well, that it's uh, down mountain from most of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is, so that is the advantage of having, like, third-party repair people. But Apple has always had an authorized service people uh, program. Now, granted, it takes a little bit of time and you have to take a test and it costs you some money, I think a couple thousand, um, but it does allow you to to order parts and actually do these repairs. So probably the third-party repair people, if they want to keep doing it, should suck it up and spend the time and money to get properly certified also like personally i would never hand my phone over to some teenager in a random mall kiosk
1: yeah i know like the places like, that like intentionally are like right outside the apple store because you go and get the quote because you don't have apple care and they're like i'll do it for 20 bucks yeah, and
0: I'm like, oh yeah, I trust that repair. Like, I'm gonna take, <laughs> and and in uh, so in my case, I'm on the upgrade program, so I always have Apple Care. But I'm pretty sure, like, they would have a big problem with it if I had some rando or do a twenty dollar battery replacement or
1: whatever. Well, you uh, even Apple Care, uh, you only have two incidents that are covered.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true. Like, when I got the scratch screen replaced almost immediately on my old iPhone. You burned like the, an incident on that. The girl was like, yeah. you know, you only get two of these. And I'm like, yeah, it's not like I drop my phone usually in a way that breaks it. <laughs> and I always use a case. I don't know. It is dumb to put glass on the back.
1: Right. And it's not like it needs to be there. Uh, Qi doesn't need glass to charge through. It needs not metal.
0: And I always put a case on it. 100% of the time so honestly the back could be made of anything it could be made of balsa wood like probably not balsa wood but anything else
1: yeah but no we're gonna have these uh terrible glass backs forever with the weird
0: square cameras uh. the camera arrangement yeah it's phones are like it's it's weird enough now with the like the long pill the camera pill I don't know about the camera square. And of course, we'll get used to it. We get used to everything. I got used to my phone being bigger. So now when I pick up an iPhone 5-ish body or an iPhone 4 form factor, it's like, oh my God, it's so tiny.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, One of my favorite episode titles uh, was uh, Throwing My Naked Phone uh, for when (laughs) I uh, did a a full-time week with the uh, smart battery case. But this was like a normal work week. And during work hours, my phone is in a short pocket. So it's not much effort to get it out of there. So when I went back to not having the battery case on it, it was too light and flying away on me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it always pisses (laughs) me off whenever I see like, you know how when you put something in your pocket and it's always in the same pocket, it kind of wears a shape around it. And like, and I see men and they've got pockets fucking halfway down their legs and shit. And I'm like, I can't even put my hand in my pocket. My phone barely fits if I wiggle it in there a specific way. And it's like, and why not? Why can't I have pockets halfway down my leg?
1: Nope. Those are the it rules.
0: Sucks. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Why give me pockets? No, don't take away my tiny pockets. I need at least my tiny pockets. <sighs> I bitched about pockets a bunch of times on this show. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. So even though this is something that's kind of terrible, um, it's not as bad as nearly everything else we've been going right. over. Right.
0: Also, like everything <laughs> else going on in the world right now, that uh, that longtime child rapist was allowed or encouraged, or so he's dead somehow, <laughs> allegedly suicide. That's you know so there's not 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 going to be justice there, although really there's no there's no justice for that kind of thing. like there's there's no way to make somebody pay for sex trafficking. You just can't you've you've incurred a debt that can never be paid. There's you know, oh, endangered species, Pfft, who cares about that? <laughs> Uh, God, I don't know, a million other horrible things. The Middle East is looking kind of unstable. The current president keeps getting in a big pissing contest with China because he doesn't understand how tariffs work because he's real dumb. Uh, Yeah, so everything sucks. And also
1: uh, be careful (laughs) about your lightning cables. Yeah, Uh, so one thing I uh, added uh, to this was that I would recommend traveling with the uh, USB equivalent of a condom from now on. (laughs) Yeah, they do make those. Uh, So this is uh, a cable that is power only. You can get these, some of them that have switches on them, for convenience sake um, and because it's way easier than having everyone plug in their wall warts and block the other uh, AC outlets. There's, you know, these charging stations all over, like, malls and airports that have a bunch of Type A ports in them. Uh, The backs of airplane seats sometimes have them. Um, and for the love of Pete, <laughs> do not stick anything in those, uh, unless you first put one of these power-only USB condoms on first. Yeah, I just plug
0: everything into my own batteries. Yeah, that too. I just just carry batteries all the time. Hopefully they never explode. Uh, but if they do, the person who took down the plane will be me, me and my batteries.